0: Well, this, this is the thing. is like The system has left emotional and spiritual development at the door and the corporations are paying the price for it now because you cannot disengage your emotional and spiritual self just to go and work. It does not work long-term. It creates depression. It creates unfulfillment. And, you know, yes, everyone's had to work a stupid job and whatnot, but usually you at least had, like, good friends or something like, something good going on in your life to kind of balance out the stupid, stupid job, right? Well, here's the problem. The further you get up that corporate ladder, the more the more toxic a lot of these people become in the corporate system. And so you get left with a system where the higher you go, you know, potentially the more uh, estranged you become from your, you know, your center in some capacities. And so it becomes the only option in a lot of people's lives.
1: And they don't Welcome to the Scratch Your Own Itch Podcast, the show about the things we think about, but don't ever talk about. My name's Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. These conversations are about creating a life worth living, with a focus on sharing stories about battles in our heads. Topics range from depression, addiction, self-doubt, past traumas, and everyday compulsive thinking. And my hope is that this show will just shed some light on anyone in the dark, that feels like they're alone in their daily struggles. Please take note that this show is not meant to be a replacement for professional diagnosis or professional therapy. I am not a counselor or a therapist. Hey guys, I got an awesome guest on today. His name is Austin Moss. Austin is a writer slash entrepreneur he has written a book called startup fever on how crowdfunding can rebuild the american dream this guy is kind of a master of many trades including habit formation and using tarot card readings we will discuss on how to use your habits to live the life you want to live rather than suffering in your anxiety or depression and also how tarot card readings can help you with Anxious feelings towards thinking about the future just way too much. And Austin also has a story to tell. A story about, obviously, anxiety or any depressional feelings, or depressive feelings in that matter. So, I want to thank Austin for coming on Scratch Your Own Itch. How you doing, man?
0: Yeah, yeah, doing well. Doing well, staying busy and uh, trying to have... Uh, a little bit of fun and balance in there. What? Uh, what about yourself? Uh, how? Uh, how are you in the audience this evening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the audience I cannot hear or see right now. I do not know where they are. Hopefully, they're out there somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, dude, I've i so I I found you through John Lee Dumas' podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire, and the way you spoke about habits was really to me. Uh, r- really what I needed to hear at the time about how to actually use habits in a way in which I can have a good morning and a good start to my day, um, and I, I mean, I, I also really like the idea of using, using habits as a way to uh, get out of feeling depressed, so I want to say thank you for that, first of all.
0: Oh, you're very welcome, sir. You're very welcome. And, um, you know, it's, it's really just a matter of, of action and not thinking, you know, sometimes when we, when we think too much, we think ourselves into a, into a black hole. And so I'm a really, really firm believer in just kind of doing and not even really taking the time to, um, what if yourself to death, but just kind of like going and taking action and letting the chips fall where they may. But um, but yeah, that, that interview really, I feel like, pulled a lot of things out of me in the sense of uh, if you don't just throw your hat in the ring, you know, who knows where you'll end up, but you're, you're not going to even compete. So it's important to just get up and do it every day, whatever you're doing.
1: Yeah, that's so incredible that you talk about that. Um, well, but I kind of, dude, you're, you're giving us gold already, but I definitely want to, give a sense to our listeners of who you are and, and your story. And um, I want to just ask you this. Um, I feel like there's uh, so many people that have these itches that become so hard to ignore that you just have to scratch them. And this is usually that, that itch that that changes their perspective on everything. And unfortunately, it's through diversity. Some like, depressive moment or some anxiety or some sort of panic attack or even suicidal thoughts happens in your life do you have anything to share that you'd uh, be willing to share with our listeners about the worst adversity you've ever had to go through
0: you know i i don't normally talk about this stuff so it is um interesting and circumspective and um but I, i definitely have had a a really interesting life. I wouldn't even say challenging because our challenges are our blessings. But anyway, I'll just, you know, I'll go blow by blow with it where, you know, when I was young, when I was like four to five, I was crippled and the doctors, you know, thought I was going to die. And I basically pulled out of uh, terminal illness, just kind of spontaneously, just total. Spontaneous reversal and that that to me really signified the power of the mind and the power of the human spirit. Um, just at that age, I you know un, uncognitively or cognitively, I just kind of um, stopped being crippled and started walking again, you know, it's kind of a strange, strange thing. Um, and then when I was 17, 18, um, I lost my father and uh, it was really at a bad time. Um, I was smoking a lot of weed at that point in time. Pretty disconnected from my emotions. Both my parents were very verbally uh, abusive to me, uh, in in different contexts. But I, you know, I love them both to death, and they did the best best that they can. But um, I feel like video games and modern television really creates a disconnect in most people's families, and I suffered from that just as bad as anyone else, and just tried to go and like party and trying to have fun instead of really, you know, trying to respect life. Um, I didn't have the nature to balance myself out. I didn't have the natural systems that I have now to kind of keep balanced and keep focused. And so I went through like a dark period during my teens. And especially after my dad died, you know, strangely, it kind of helped me turn a corner and realize that, you know, I couldn't do it all alone. You know, I had been trying to do everything all alone. And it kind of brought me back towards, uh you know, a spiritual practice. And then I kind of began chanting i I began my Buddhist practice not too long after that. And I was able to quit smoking cigarettes. I don't really know exactly how it all panned out, but that's, you know, that was really a strong motivator in me. And I've read that psychologically the death of the father really represents that. But actually even that wasn't my really darkest time. My darkest time was last, last year of my life. Um, and, uh, You know, I can't even really describe it, um, other than to say that I really didn't want to be, didn't want to live this life. You know, whatever this life was, I was just really not cool with it because I had been betrayed by someone who uh, I'd put a whole lot of faith into. You know, a whole lot of faith into, and uh, that was—I don't talk about it, but it was probably the most. the craziest thing I've ever lived through and I I don't really wish it upon anyone but that being said it uh it showed me the value of life you know it's like life is is a very um intense and um, it's a harrowing thing but if you don't let go of your ego and who you think you are and what you think you need to be then you'll lose, you know, you can lose in this life. And that's the sad part is like some people do lose and we don't want that for anyone. You know, I don't want that for anyone. My, my goal is to be a protector of humans and protector of uh, all species really, but specifically the humankind, because that's what we're born into. And that's what we're, you know, adapted towards. Uh, But it's important for our spiritual evolution to never give in to whatever is, uh, whatever's around us. Um, but when your life is totally unpredictable and, you know, I was, I was even forced, you know, into very, very weird, dire circumstances last year, just totally unexpectedly. But, you know, when, when your life is threatened by circumstantial things, it throws you into a mindset where you don't know what's coming tomorrow. Like tomorrow you could wake up and it could be anything, you know, anything could happen. And uh, that sense of zero security is very freeing, but it's very you know most people can't live there. You know, it's just it's beyond the ego. You're just you're just in a primal state of reactionaryism, and so it takes a very strong individual to recenter and re come back after basically living like on a day to day. Existence, and that's where I, I really understood for the first time that tribal peoples were probably psychologically much much stronger. Nomadic peoples, things like that, where they woke up in nature and they didn't know what you know. They trusted nature, but still, there there anything could happen. And so maybe the, this type of society that they were living was a more spiritual and b you know, more progressive in its own way because those types of peoples didn't have the security to hold on to keep them chained to their egos, to keep them chained to their personal identities. They were, you know, a part of the cosmos and they were a part of the flux of time. So it, it showed me some really interesting things and some really dark things and some really light things, you know. Um, but I, I really developed a love for... Um, my past and the, the positive points in my past, because those were the the things that really kind of got me to uh, where I am now and this other place of stability.
1: Wow, dude! Thank you so much for going through and sharing that with me and anybody that's listening right now. Uh, that's like that's huge. I I I would like to kind of ask you about uh, what kind of thoughts and defense mechanisms you had to use during these trying times with this relationship that you're in. Um, and uh, if you don't mind just uh, sharing with us exactly what it was that you had gone through.
0: You know, it's it's a little bit tough. I, I don't really, um, you know, as far as the thoughts, it was just there's just I you know this is if this is my life I I'm out you know like I I didn't sign up for this this is more than I can bear you know no matter what what happens I don't I can't keep waking up like this like I was really a man of faith and I almost say that it, um, it it broke a part of that and maybe it was a part that needed to be broken But I I was really a man of like, uh, this can't get any worse. And then things continue to get worse. And so you're just like, wow, where does this end? And then you just realize it's not like, it's not like a good or bad thing. It's not like a evil or it really, you know, yes, there is, you know, a darkness around it when certain things happen. But it really is, is just this. System of self-entrapment, you know where you get you get hooked into and you like attach yourself to the negative negativity of the situation Even if you don't want to it just becomes, you know It kind of sneaks its way and starts like like a snake, you know and just starts like Wrapping itself around you and you really you wake up one day and you're like wow, this is I've got something coiled around my neck and how the heck am I gonna get it out? You know, how am I gonna get it? so that's where people don't really understand depression and they don't understand these types of things because they've never really been there never really had the the life kind of stricken out of them um but all i all i have to say is you know never stop smiling and never stop laughing and never stop uh you know talking about the good that does exist wherever you're at because that's you know, that's the dark side's motive is to just strangle all the happiness and joy out of your life. You know, if if you want to look at it as a good and evil, if you want to look at it as just uh, karmic, not karmic, situational factors, whatever it is, unhappy people around you, however you want to term this, um, you know, people will kind of, um, you know, define themselves in, in different ways. I uh, kind of lost my thought there, but... <laughs> No, no,
1: you're you're talking about great stuff. Um, It's so easy to think about the negative. And I I talk about it time and time again, about how our brains are are wired for aggression, for fear, for uh, survival. Because aggression and fear are tactics that, uh, promote survival, but to be happy in life is not part of it, like, to be happy is, is actually contentment, and your brain wasn't wired that way, so, I mean, it all goes back to who are our ancestors, and I think we're in such a hard time nowadays with the technology that we have, because now we're, we're coming up to a new evolutionary exchange where now we have to adapt to being able to connect with people, but on a completely different level, uh, on a completely different basis. And to have those thoughts of, of, I guess, like you were talking about, where you feel like everything's caving in on you, because you're constantly comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. others. It's hard. And that becomes almost which I'm sure you can speak about is it, you do that over and over and over this, this comparing yourself and every time you go on social media or you do this over and over and over where you think negatively about the situation you're in, it formulates a habit. Um, Would you like to talk about habit formation at all and how to, how to do it for happiness versus negativity?
0: Yeah. um, There's a line in the Tao Te Ching that talks about this and it's like, Um, to be content is simply just to be you know it's like it's something simple like that I'm not I'm kind of botching the quote but if you look it up it's very very profound because like it's, it's like contentment is simply just to be content and and so um it's humans that put judgments on things that are good or bad, white and black, but you know, the, your higher self doesn't look at things like this. Your higher self looks at things in like where's the depth of experience? And so depth might mean pain to some, but depth doesn't mean pain to your higher self. Depth means how do I get this person to let go of their, you know, of something that they need to let go of or how do I get this person to you know dig deep and you know figure out what needs to happen here um you know habit formation is really about you know for me it's it's been my martial arts practice and my my qigong and stuff like that um for other people it might be different things but i i always feel like it comes from creativity and it comes from a desire to build something better than what is because that's the thing is like when you stop building your life it starts caving in and that's when you get it it's like you're not pushing out with your soul, you're getting pushed in on, you know, you're, you're just, the walls are closing in, instead of you laying down bricks every day, and just trying to shield yourself from what's coming next, you know, you just give up on the ant pile, and you're just, you know, you're not moving anymore, you're not moving the little things, and so, you know, what happens to an ant that does that, he freaking gets swept away, or, you know, just gets lost, and roams around, and and that's the thing, you kind of get, you put one foot in front of the other, and, you know, say to heck with What's going to happen in five years? I'm just going to do what I'm doing today, because um, in those situations, the future is not not guaranteed. The future is dark, um, but that doesn't really mean you're seeing it clearly. You know, it's just you just don't have the situational awareness. And this is coming from a person who you know makes a living as someone who sees the future.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. Um... All right, I want to get into that. How, how I'm very curious about how these tarot cards work, and how uh, they can, yeah.
0: You know, the, the tarot is the cheapest psychologist that anyone will ever have, and the tarot really points out all of your, you know, all of your good, bad, and ugly going on in your head, and so it it reinforces our positivity and tries to get us to diminish our negativity and so that's why I love it it's because it's it's a cheap psychologist has nothing to do with voodoo or witchcraft or anything bad it really is uh, merely a symbolic representation of the subconscious and without it um, I feel like uh, we would be really really lacking in spiritual self healing modalities Um, and it's kind of been watered down and the practitioners have uh notoriously been gypsies a lot of times and uh, nothing against gypsies i'm sure there's some good ones and whatever but that being said um there's been a lot of people who have been conned and you know kind of taken advantage of and uh there's nothing more demonstrable than taking advantage of someone in a, in a spiritually vulnerable state in my my opinion so it's uh it's 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 really intense, you know it's an intense thing to get into, but at the same time, if you're looking for big changes, I think uh it's it's really a total yeah, print. it's
1: interesting. I personally have never been to a tarot card reading, but I do like the archetypes in what it can give someone, like you know how archetypes work where there's like a a king or a prince or a princess or a gesture. Where in which, like, if you're a king, you're considered noble, you have leadership skills. Or if you're a uh, prince, you're considered humble and uh, naive, but in a good way. Or if you're a jester, you know, you're a jokester, you know? like, and, and I like that because it all formulates against, it all formulates around, at least, for the person to have a better knowing of thyself and when you have a better knowing of thyself you can have a better knowing about the world and the world around you and so if you know that your sweet spot is to make jokes and to be funny around people well when you get depressed and you're not aligning with that anymore it's really easy to just ask yourself a quality question versus looking for the answer and the quality question is just what have I been doing that's sucking the the energy out of me. I just feel down all the time. I feel, I feel completely tired. I, 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 I And it, what it is, it's it's probably because you haven't yet aligned yourself with that sort certain archetype. You don't want to carbon copy it because then that's not authentic. But that's and that's not you. But what it does allow you to do is at least have some sort of guideline of what's been missing in your life and. That could just be that you haven't been taking leadership. You haven't been creating something in your life. And we get so uh, bogged down by life so easily when we're not creating and we're just following the demands of the people around us. And I think that's why this whole entrepreneurship and people being solopreneurs and all that stuff is kind of booming right now because uh, the people that do feel like they just don't follow instructions very well are often getting really down and depressed and and even having suicidal thoughts because they feel like they're just working for someone else instead of working for themselves and they feel slaves to their own mind um,
0: well, this this is the thing. is like The system has left emotional and spiritual development at the door, and the corporations are paying the price for it now because you cannot disengage your emotional and spiritual self just to go and work. It does not work long-term. It creates depression. It creates unfulfillment. And, you know, yes, everyone's had to work a stupid job and whatnot, but usually you at least had, like, good friends or something like, Something good going on in your life to kind of balance out the stupid, stupid job, right? Well, here's the problem. The further you get up that corporate ladder, the more, the more toxic a lot of these people become in the corporate system. And so you get left with a system where the higher you go, you know, potentially the more uh, estranged you become from your, you know, your center in some capacities. And so it becomes the only option in a lot of people's lives. And they don't see it until the system's strangling them to death. And then, but they're so really, they're so addicted to that, like, you know, security that they can't leave, you know, it's just a, it's a very matrix type thing where it's like, you know, they just want the creature comforts of the matrix and they they really don't want to explore their self-expression or their creativity or their dynamic soul driven purpose. They don't really want to have a part in that. And so it's important for people to really realize that, uh, you know, Yeah, you'll have to be out on your own at some point. You'll have to, you know, develop these skill sets that involve, you know, critical thinking. Otherwise, you're really at the mercy of the system. And that's not a great thing for most of the population because uh, it's sad to say, but, you know, not all bosses really want to see people, you know, thrive and become creative spiritual beings they just want you to do your job you know they're not thinking about your well-being on all levels and i'm sure there are a lot that are you know there's probably a good 30 percent of people who really want to see others succeed in all levels but you know um the system kind of breeds humanity out of people sometimes so that's kind of kind of how it ends up but i I encourage people to do whatever they're drawn to do and uh, if that requires you go and work for someone that's great you know but keep in mind that your your spiritual sanctity is paramount at the end of it and uh, if you don't form positive habits in your life or spiritually enriching activities on some level then you know there could be a growth glass ceiling that you hit where you just don't feel like you're progressing anymore, so it's it's important to consider all these things when you're making kind of yeah, like a absolutely. life plan.
1: I want to challenge you then. Um, what's a what's a life plan someone can, or I guess not a life plan. That's a huge question. What sort of a habit um, that you've recently <laughs> adopted? Uh, like even give us an example in a, in a in a in an actual like. Okay, I started doing this habit, and it really allowed me to move my thoughts into what I really wanted to accomplish with a certain goal. Because I, I feel like habits are that, you know, it's like this, the steps to reach 10,000 miles, right? Like, we need habits in in our life to make us not think about it so hard and just to kind of, in a way, be on autopilot sometimes in a good way. Like, not in a bad way, but in, be on autopilot to reach that ultimate goal, which is sometimes just happiness for people. So let's hear your story with that.
0: Yeah, most definitely. It can always be like a sense of like ritualism where you do things that have meaning to you continuously because they have meaning to you. So it's just like a self-fulfilling prophecy of meaning. Um, You know, for me, it's just getting up and, you know, Doing the tai chi and trying to wake up really you know as early as possible that's the best for humans just to get up really early Um, and to go to bed at a decent hour and just to kind of like get a sense of regularity in that Um, sleep is not as beneficial as people have been taught you know you don't really need eight hours and um, that's from my studies anyhow but you know do what you want to do but i'm just saying you know you can function with less there's many people who function with a lot less and they're still fine so it's just a matter of um... kind of going going right after your productivity limit and being like wow how do i just maximize every single day to be like i earned my sleep tonight you know i did everything i could to become a self-actualized human and uh when you think of the the gap between like a leonardo da vinci and like you know someone joe six back going home and watching football and you know doing this whole thing um it's really just a matter of like wanting to change wanting to know wanting to uh, have this endless curiosity so my whole thing is like always stay curious you know if you're curious then you're probably pretty happy
1: dude the reason why this podcast is called scratch your own itch is because curiosity i couldn't think of any other i could i mean yeah and the people that have uh this sort of itch that they just have not scratched yet is often the exact reason why they're having this void in their life why they're like not going after that thing and and that's why i'm really bringing on people like you i mean dude like you know a ton about Habit formation, I love this idea that you, you wake up early and you also make sure that you get your your rituals in so you can have a great day. But what if we're talking about people that are more night owls? Have you ever um, found people that work better when they're actually, you know, waking up at noon or 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock? Is that, is that bad, or what do you think? Yeah.
0: You know, it's okay. It's just not optimal for health, um, and I've done it for periods of time. I worked overnight in the lighting industry for many years. Uh, it was rough on my body. I My health was a little rough at that point anyway. But that being said, um brings up another important point, is to don't be afraid to go and explore alternative medicine and get some other healing modalities, even as simple as massage or acupuncture. Anything alternative that kind of helps your body balance out because we all need help you know we all need help staying balanced in a wacky world and especially emotionally and spiritually so uh don't be afraid to explore that, but um you know uh yeah, I just think without the curiosity it's 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 less fun, and so you know there's been times where I've done everything except for what I should be doing and that's the crazy part about the human nature like it'll freaking throw you in circles if you're not letting go of you know whatever blocks you have you gotta continually let go and so there's a saying in the in the dao it's that uh if you want to become smart you'll learn something new every day but if you want to become wise you'll forget something every day
1: that's awesome i really like that that's cool i've never heard that one um yeah, guys, like check that out. That's really cool. Uh hey though, I want to kind of switch gears with um this idea of uh what is something that you think about almost all day that you kind of wish you didn't think about?
0: You know, um right now it's been about it's been about friendship, I guess you'd say, and so I used to have a lot of people that I was, like, really close with, but um, I don't know. I don't really feel that right at this moment. I feel like I'm kind of not super connected, so I'm trying to, you know, I still joke and have fun and, like, crack up with people, but I don't have a a ton of people that are maybe... uh, you know I'm able to connect with in a way that is meaningful for me, so in essence i I feel like it's um it's a leadership role that I've adopted, and so um I'm just kind of coping with it but I like it, but at the same time it it uh makes me feel estranged from certain elements, i guess you'd say, so that's probably one thing I think about, I yeah, can, that's
1: kind of the catch twenty two is we just can't have everything in life um, is when we're working on a project for example like writing which is just such a lonely act and I know you do a lot of it and I know you also have a business on the side and so when you're working on that stuff to keep in touch with people though is a great reminder that uh, you need to do that like even though it's really hard I think to Maybe somehow make a habit like for me, I spend a lot of time on my computer and staring at my screen, and uh, sometimes I have to go on like a, a technology cleanse, which I did today, actually, I took like an hour and a half to just not look at the screen or not look at my phone at all and just do any reading out of a book or any any thoughts that I had I actually wrote it on a piece of paper, which was really odd, and I think. If if you don't usually function in that way, that's what makes it really meaningful, is those desserts that you kind of treat yourself to. So we're like maybe writing, you know, longhand is actually more important to you than writing on your desktop or your phone because now those thoughts will actually be exchanged into memory versus um, just exchanged into just more typing because you've done it so many times um, and. I'm sure in your research of habit formation, did you ever find out how to to actually uh, make stuff stick inside your mind and and your memory better than than other times? And and did you go down that road of of memory forming? I'm just deeply curious about, honestly, about memory and how to actually make things stick.
0: Um, make things stick in what way, though? i I don't know, um like as far as like habit formation or in terms of like thought patterns, what so let's you say you wanted to specific?
1: memorize a poem because this poem to you was really important on reaching your goal. Like your overall goal was to maybe be a slam poetry artist. and because that's gonna be a way to create for you and express. And that would be a way for you to maybe feel less depressed and feel like it's also kind of facing a fear of yours. So I'm just going to take a random person like myself. I want to learn a poem. How would I learn that poem? Through habits.
0: Okay, got it. Um, That's a good question, actually. I I would say that um, for me, it's about, you know, so I would I would lean this towards my musical leanings. So for me it was just about, you know, picking a time of day that really felt um powerful and meaningful and then kind of like slotting it, you know, where it's like I'm gonna be here every time, and then kind of picking that to be your motivating factors. Like this is a specific time of day where I feel zenned out, where I feel in my prime whether you're a morning person or a night owl or whatever pick that time of day that you feel the most powerful and put something powerful in that space instead of just like letting it go to waste and wandering around during that time whenever you know you you usually feel at your peak you should put something special there
1: i lo- I, lo- I love it i love it so much because that's exactly what i used to do as an actor like i made sure that I was memorizing lines when I knew I was most energized, and that was usually typically after a workout. Like, working out for me gives me energy, doesn't take away energy. And so to know that was like my sweet spot, whenever I wanted to learn anything in that case, I was making sure that it was always during that time where I could also do uh, sort of a, a boring, mundane, repetitious act which is, I think, it's it's scarcity nowadays to be able to cultivate boredom, um, which I'd love to kind of pick your brain about that. Like, w- during, during your research on habit formation, was there anything spoken about boredom and how to actually make habits more fun?
0: You know, boredom is really just a lack of perspective. You know, there's nothing that ever we're living in a kaleidoscopic world that's constantly changing and so for us to say bored is really just to not acknowledge the truth of the change around us you know there's nothing that's ever static you know things may seem static but really that's the cheese flowing everywhere all the time so it's really a dynamic sense of perspective it's not it's not the world that's needs refreshing it's our sense of how we view it and that's what really needs the refresher course and uh, for that I like to guide people towards a uh, guy with a good long long glut of lectures on YouTube called uh, Michael Tassarian. he's got some good stuff Uh, then they should get into Eastern philosophy I think Western philosophy kinda runs people in circles a lot Um, and so I do recommend a lot of Taoist theology, um, just because it's, it's simpler to understand. It's more approachable. You don't have to like have years and years of formal training to go and try and get, get a hold on of it, but it can kind of free the mind to look at things in a different perspective and look at things in a, um, a light in which boredom really becomes a, um, Uh, you know, a form of apathy, I guess you would say, you know, boredom is just like you quitting on your own personal development or you quitting on your own interest levels or you it's, it's, it's a form of quitting. I, I don't really know what else to put it, but that just spontaneously came to me intuitively. So I think it's correct.
1: <laughs> no, that's, dude. that's really cool, man. That's super cool to think of the perspective change. That's all it is, is a perspective change to, um, one of my favorite quotes ever is that, to be an artist, you have to see things with virgin eyes. And that's that's looking at the world like a child again, with that curiosity again. With that, that even even though you're doing something that's been done before, to be able to change your perspective into going, no, this is new, this is new, this is new, this is new in which you can totally adopt that as a habit. To be able to look at life like even though yes, today's new, but to pretend that you're looking at the world like an alien. You don't know what's going on. And I think that's where people actually do their best work is when they are curious about things and they 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 they, they can make a plan but let go of that plan enough to be able to adopt new experiences and you know, just have fun again because it's so easy to the, do that. I mean, in your experience, man, like making a business is not easy, and there's so many amazing benefits from it, but there's also a lot of drawbacks. And one of the drawbacks is hanging out by yourself all the time. What's something that you do that you uh, kick yourself into happiness? Uh, do Do you listen to music ever? Do you ever? Like, to get yourself out of that lonely space, do you call someone up? Like, what's something that someone could do, like, right now?
0: Well, I mean, I go and play music, and that kind of connects me to the community. And that's one of my favorite, you know, pastimes in that regard. But I think to get the most, the best thing, this links back to boredom again, but um, the best thing is to realize if you're bored, there's always someone suffering who's worse off. To suffer is worse than to be bored. You know, be bo- being bored is a is a relatively modern. It, it's it's a suffering of lack of uh, lack of purpose too. Of like, you know, you're only bored because you don't see that time as valuable. But in 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 this life, nothing is ever wasted. There's not one second that doesn't have a possible meaning. But we're, we're everyone's always like, oh, what's the meaning of life? It's the meaning of life, but the meaning of life is only what we give it you know only what we tell it to be tell it that it is for us you know because we're given this life to create our meaning and uh... if we're not actively doing it then it's uh... creeping in through the shadow self to kind of uh... you know give us subtle reminders we're not doing our job which is to create our meaning to create our purpose and um... uh... really it's, it's really pretty much, what was I saying in the beginning there? I was trying to remember something about, um, yeah, you, you, there's always someone suffering. That's what it is. So, I mean, I, I try and find find people who are, um, you know, in need of my assistance, but that's just my kind of coping mechanism, how I like to spend my free time is helping others, Um if i don't, if i'm not helping others i don't feel very fulfilled so that's kind of where that comes in for me but um but that's just me i feel like everyone deals with it in a different way
1: yeah i i think that's a great mantra to live by honestly when you're feeling down don't just try to always think about what you need what you need what you need but what else can someone get from your value And that's sometimes the only thing that you need is just to lift somebody else up when you're down. And you'll also find yourself being, it's really hard to be, like, sad around really happy people. So look around and go, hey, who am I surrounding myself with? And if there's zero people to see, then get yourself out in public. Uh, And guys, I don't know everything when I say this. And I don't think Austin knows everything either. Uh, but I, I mean, he's a very wise dude, but this is just what works for us. So try to, try to do some things that work for you. And, and if, if it's too big of a step to get outside, outside, at least maybe just call a friend and, um, see how they're doing and reconnect with somebody. And I bet you'll be amazed by just asking them like, Hey, what are you excited about? Because that simple question just lights people up. People love to talk about themselves.
0: Most definitely, and I just want to sit and commend you for a second because, I mean, you're, uh, you're really, it takes a lot of bravery and it takes a lot of personal purpose to even do something like you're doing. You know, it, uh, not many people just sit out there and put themselves out there like that in a way that uh, can put themselves in a position to help others or be a leader um, because really if you look at what society's you know, issue is culturally is the lack of leadership. People don't want to step up and, you know, be accountable and be like, oh, you should, you know, this is one way that we could do things. You just don't see people stepping out. There's a million people that are quote unquote celebrities that don't lead people at all. They have zero leadership and they just they go about their life and entertain themselves, but they really don't focus on their their role as a potential culture creator. Toward or, or uh, even understanding that they have a dire responsibility to do those types of things for humanity. They just, you know, they just do what everyone else is doing, do what all the other rich people do or whatever, you know, like the ones that uh, just kind of flail along. But uh, here's, I want to get this out. This is very important. Um, I was I was recently involved in the hurricane and disaster relief during Harvey and during Maria, and I'm making a documentary about that right now. But whatever the case, um, the most positive thing I, I saw in my entire adult life was people coming together around that tragedy. It was basically like thirty to fifty thousand people that just started spontaneously. Doing high level, you know, rescue work overnight. And I'm talking about everyone from housewives to dudes mowing lawns to guys that were actually, you know, well trained from this, from the beginning. But it was, it was the biggest miracle in the sense that, you know, everyone ex- displayed the biggest sense of professionalism, the biggest sense of spiritual duty, and the biggest sense of just out and out love that I've ever seen, and uh it was it was majestic. I don't really have any other words for it, but people need to recognize that a miracle did happen, and it happened about two months ago, and it involved about sixty thousand people and then the millions that were aided by these um by these efforts and without those sixty thousand people coming together, you know uh what we can the best statistics that we have are, you know, that ten to twenty thousand people would have died, um, that that now are still alive and still with us. So uh I'm here to say that no matter what the heck you think life is, it's always something bigger.
1: Dude, I'm just really taking that in right now. I think that is First of all, I want to say thank you so much for your compliment. I'm working on receiving compliments lately, and it's it's hard because it's new. It's also, uh, I mean, it's not like I've never received a compliment in my life, but just to be complimented on on, on being able to try to be um, more out there. And I feel that this is the only way for me to actually... Continue to keep on living, uh, to be completely honest. Like, I know for a fact that if it wasn't for podcasting and if it wasn't for uh, getting on the interviews and asking people to just share their stories, because that means so much to me to be able to allow people to come together, just like you were saying in Hurricane Harvey, which is just so incredible, where people came together and they weren't looking to make money they were just looking to help someone else out and that's when like true happiness when you can be suffering so hard and find tremendous happiness in helping someone
0: else out. oh yeah i um again i was struggling with the friendships thing like i was saying and it's like overnight i met a bunch of people that were you know actually open-hearted that you know it we're really on the same levels spiritually in a lot of ways, or at least aligned with what I believe, you know, even if they came from all different religious backgrounds, all different, you know, we had every different culture in the world and there was zero racism the whole time. That's a bunch of hype and nonsense. So, I mean, these people were just open-hearted and ready to ready to jump in. And I, again, I, it takes a lot of profound courage to, uh, do what you're doing, especially addressing these hard hitting topics because people, you know, it's hard for anyone to talk about this stuff a lot of times. And, uh, I don't even believe it to be the the way that you're framing it is the best way it can be framed because just to sit and talk about negativity is kind of garbage, but to frame it in a way of like in a, in a cathartic or in a, transformative or transmutational way is is much better it's like i was here but because of being able to do x y and z then i can get to be here and that's what people need to realize is there's always a way out there's always a solution and there's no problem in life that the universe hasn't already crafted maybe 10 solutions for we just don't have the cognitive you know space to perceive it i guess you'd say
1: oh my god that's so golden like what you just said I love that idea that um, there's no problem that someone hasn't already had and I think that um, we do a great deal of learning through falling on our faces of course but what if you could do a great deal of learning just learning through someone else's story or even better learning from uh, someone who has maybe fallen on their face and so you know not to do that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever feel down or upset. And and, and you're so right. Like, it's so easy to fall into the, the, the complaining mode because we're master complainers. And I don't ever want this show to be like that. And I don't ever want to find myself doing that. And I really commend the way you speak about things because it's <laughs> like... Like, your story even, you weren't complaining at at all. You changed the perspective towards, like, these were just happy challenges to have in your life. And um, to be challenged is is such a a privilege in our our life, I think. And it's not easy. I'm not saying that. But you also have to be very careful with what you say because words are so powerful. If you frame it in a way where, yeah, something's not easy, versus something is just more difficult than most of the things that I try out during the day, you might find yourself to actually like wanting to attack problems, and I find myself all the time going, alright, all I need to do is just spend two minutes on it, make it stupid simple, and spending two minutes on just like, talking about a problem that I have, like, usually makes me feel enormous amounts of relief, but what I want to ask you is, um, <laughs> what's, a, what's a lie that you uh, recently told, and I, I'll certainly share one for me, just to try to get it out in the open, that we're all human, and we all lie, and um, I think that a lot of our problems actually come from lying versus being honest. Just so people have like an introspect like a sort of uh, big picture of what lying can do for you in your life. I'm just throwing that out there if you want if you want to go down the rabbit hole of talking about some lie
0: yeah that's that's a tough a tough one um, in the sense of you know I think i, I I'm like obligated to. I wouldn't say lie to um, maintain my integrity to like who I'm trying to be but I feel like blackmailed into that sometimes by myself it's like I feel like I need to present a better face because I want to be a leader of strength and I don't want to show weakness, um, and that's a tough thing as a male, too, is a lot of times, you know, no male wants to show weakness in uh, in a capacity, and so I'm, I'm always trying to put on some sort of, uh, you know, I'm trying to put my best foot forward, but at some point, I, I don't know if I'm, like, really honest about my feelings to others, um, and even if I'm, like, really, because it's not like I'm unhappy, but I I think that, um, I don't know, I just feel compelled to present my feelings in the best possible light, and uh, I think that's, it's a positive thing, but at the same time, it uh, it is a weird social pressure where even when I had a lot going on that was difficult, I couldn't really say it. So it was—it was a form of lie.
2: I feel
1: like. Hey, I just want to commend you on your honesty. Like, to come out and say that it's like not easy, and it's not easy. Like that's straight up. It's 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 something that a lot of people can can try to pretend. And I think that's that's why our society is kind of going in the way... I mean, there's some great stuff, like that story you just told us about Hurricane Harvey, but I do think that lying is becoming such an easy thing for people to do. And, uh, and unfortunately, I just want to see a trend um, to go the opposite route, and that's just total authenticity. Like, for me, um, I... I found myself lying about who I really am and instead of and I'm and, and beating around the bush and I'm just going to be honest with everyone
0: I'll I'll preface I say that I, oh go ahead yeah. sorry there go ahead oh
1: I was just going to say that uh like I'm not yeah sure like I tell people I'm not a business owner but I guess like I am now that I have this podcast and like now that I have this uh this this thing that I want to kind of sell to to people um and I never wanted to do it for money but to be totally honest and out there is just like I need to put food on the table and and I'm really scared now that I, I can't do what I love which is helping people and helping people with their suicidal thoughts for free to, for too much longer and that um is, is really scary to come out with. And, um, but I'm not complaining at all. This is a good problem that I picked to have in my life. (laughs) So, but yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. What did you want to say?
0: Oh, um, I was just going to say that I think that, you know, I, I reached a certain point three to five years ago, maybe where it's like, I really, really, strove to tell the truth in every capacity um and so uh, honesty is like the hall has been one of my hallmarks i've really really strove towards honesty and i think everyone really really should you know because it's you're just lying to yourself you know that's all you're doing when you lie to someone else you're lying to yourself at the same time about whatever it is and what the heck good is that you know if you're not going to tell the truth then what are you going to tell it's it's like a it's like a boomerang you're just throwing out waiting to hit you in the head again you know no matter what it is it's an energetic boomerang that's coming back to your head
1: (laughs) dude what an awesome analogy (laughs) i love that i really love that the idea of throwing a boomerang and getting hit in the head with it um yeah but that's so true like even though habits are a good thing, you can make bad habits in your life, and a bad habit is to like continually uh, lying. And when you every single time you lie to somebody, you lie to yourself. And you know we've got to keep it in context, and we got to be practical about things. You know, what I mean, like we all lie, and deception is kind of a way for actually uh, great things to happen. You know, if you didn't if you didn't tell your kid that Santa was wasn't real when he was growing up or she was growing up hey, they might not do the things that are good to stay off that naughty list. So there are good lies. And, I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm any any uh, person to judge anybody that does lie about certain things. But uh, you're so right. If people just make the practice of being more honest in their life, uh, so many things can start being less hard.
0: <laughs> Here, here's the thing here's another practice that I think people should get into is just don't don't if if there's ugly crap to say to someone, just don't even go there, just freaking forget it, man. It's just life's too short to be frickin spewing hate about anything. It's just it's not freaking worth it, you know, there's a lot of people I'd like to freaking give them peace of my mind, but it really, if, unless there's really imminent danger or harm that's going to come to someone else, just just freaking let it go, man. It's just not worth anything to, to go and to spew with some angry or some derogatory. And, you know, obviously there's some people that get under our skin more than others, but, you know, who cares? Who cares if someone's doing something, like, to destroy themselves or to be a freaking idiot? It just doesn't matter, you know, (laughs) like, those people are going to be there no matter what. They've been there since the dawn of time, and they ain't going nowhere, at least on this planet, you know. You might get to a better plane of existence later, but for right now, you're, you know, you're stuck with a bunch of broken souls on Earth that are trying to find their way. So, you know, you can help, you can help a lot of people, but, you know, there's a certain breed of people that don't want to be helped, they ain't trying to get help, and they're done. As far as like progressive you know thought, you know they're they're not trying to have it, they're just trying to stay who they are, and that's who they want to be, so you know just keep the hate out of life, you know it just makes it simpler, better I think
1: I love how your mind works, Austin. I love it so much, dude. you're just filled with a huge heart, man, and you're filled with such a a desire to keep. I guess it's through your habit formations, man. Uh, And and also your awesome tarot card reading mastery that you have and the talent of being very uh, able to know who you are. And that is someone who loves and doesn't want hate in in their life. And, you know, you tell yourself, like, hey, everyone's not going to like your stuff. That's just – and once someone actually does start saying that, I think that's, like, a good key that – you've been making a good change in your life because before, I guarantee, you weren't having any haters. And before, I bet you were hiding. And while you were hiding, well, that wasn't giving you what you really wanted to do in your life, right? So um, I'm not speaking at anybody in particular. And I'm saying this stuff as I want to practice this as much as possible too. So I'm not like speaking with anybody or at anybody. I'm constantly just trying to have a conversation with someone. Um, And I want to totally, like, respect your time, Austin, man. And so we're dwindling down on time. And I just want to ask, like, a few questions that I try to ask all my guests just because I think they're, like, great, great questions that just kind of wrap everything up. And also to show people, like, we have fun, too. You know, we're not all serious and meaningful and and down and, and talk about only depression and anxiety and addiction and OCD but uh, the good things do, you know. So whenever you're ready, man, I'm going to throw these last questions cool. at you. let's do it. Awesome, dude. So um, what was an awesome moment? Something that was a blessing in disguise?
0: Um, you know, one of the most powerful moments in my life happened on my 30th birthday. Um, totally unexpected. I was going through part of that transition i was telling you about earlier you know in the beginning of the show that was super dark and you know spiritually i was just i was like kind of mailing it in i was like oh god this is just gonna be a crappy birthday i'm just gonna go home freaking nothing's gonna happen well i went with my mom because you know like at this point i didn't have any money really and uh my business was in a slump and uh a bunch of crap was going on and uh Uh, So anyway, I just went with my mom, and we were just going to have like kind of like a quiet dinner, and I was just going to be like, yeah, whatever, turn it in. I stumbled upon this place in downtown LA that had probably one of the top three or four coolest music acts I'd ever seen in my life. It was just a total miracle. Like, I really walked in and saw one of the best musical performances ever, and I was just so like blown away um that i walked up to the the musicians and i was like hey what's going on i just like wanted to like shake their hand because they were that good i was just like these it's like an honor to hear these people it's like a serious honor so i just wanted to go and talk to them you know because i'm a musician too and i was just like wow this is this is like very special and uh so then they got wind it was my birthday and they did like a rendition of the happy birthday song, that was the frickin' coolest thing. I, I've never heard a cooler happy birthday song in my life. Really, never have. Uh, they did a, like a ten minute, like jam of the song, and uh, I was blown away. And then while they sang happy birthday in like the very beginning, like the little traditional happy birthday, uh, before they went into their own little stylized version. Like every single person in that restaurant stopped and like sincerely looked me in the eye. And it was, it was prob- probably the closest I've seen to like witnessing God. If there was like ever like a moment where I was like, wow, the universe is fully conscious, I thought it was that moment. And, uh, you know, it pretty much brought me to tears. Like when I was like walking out of there, I was like, couldn't hold it together. It was pretty wild.
1: Wow, man. That's nuts. It's uh whenever that sort of stuff happens, it makes you really feel, I think, like you're doing the right thing in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome, dude. That's so cool. Um what is a uh, an itch that you're excited to scratch that you've keep on having and you just haven't yet scratched it?
0: It's really just travel and finding out how to integrate all the different cultures of this world in a more meaningful way Um, and just finding those different elements of the different cultures that I think could benefit the wholeness of humanity and uh, what we do. Because I think that's my study, at least of current, amongst others. But that's, that's my itch.
1: Love it. Love it. Traveling is just... It's always the best way to gain not just value of of memories, but value of true experience. And nobody can ever take that away from you. You know, those travels are going to be inside your memory, people. And so whenever you have an opportunity to travel, I think you should take it. I mean, don't worry too much about finances because it's worth so much more than finances. It's going to have true meaning in your life, and I guarantee you're going to take those stories that you get from traveling. So, yeah, that's an awesome habit to have. Um, but uh, so, uh, Austin, do you have a spirit animal, man?
0: I do, um, but that's kind of private, so I'm not going to go there. It's too private yeah, to yeah. share? I'm not, oh, I'm not come come on. Share, man. No, no, no. There's certain things I'm very, actually, very, very private about. Um, I'm actually very private about. So no, I'm not going to share. But thank you.
2: <laughs> Thanks for asking.
1: No, I no, I'll totally respect it. Totally. No, go, no worries. And guys, I'm not even edit this part out to make myself look better. Uh, it was just some something that Austin holds very close to his heart, and that's awesome. Like, I'm so happy that you're able to do that. Um, that's a sign of showing authenticity and sh- and showing. That if you ever, you know, face a, an instance in your life where someone does ask you a question, always honor yourself and never go, hey, like, I need to pretend to be someone else just to please someone. Like, Austin's not being a people pleaser, which is so awesome. Uh, so thank you, Austin, yeah, no for problem. doing that. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Um, So I kind of want to ask, uh, though, uh, maybe a pet peeve that drives you crazy.
0: What drives me crazy?
1: A pet peeve, oh, just yeah. a small thing. Like for me, I I okay. hate it when someone doesn't like wave when I let them in after, uh, you know, like they're trying to take a left turn on, on a yield sign, something like that.
0: Uh, what drives me freaking up a wall is elitism. People trying to act like they're better than someone else, and that I have zero tolerance for that. And it just if you want to instantly repel me as a person, just act like a freaking snob or act like you're special like it's everyone everyone came from humble beginnings, whatever they were uh in a weird cosmic way. You know, we've all been humbled some way. So, there's just no need for it. It freaking irks me.
1: Dude, yeah. So so true. That is the worst elitism. It happens too much, too. I think uh, grit leaders are someone that opens the door for somebody that's working under them. So it's not their employees are working for them, but they're working for their employees. And I love that sort of idea of getting away from elitism as much as possible because it's just that's why people do get depressed. And that's why people do feel negative thoughts is because, well, you're putting people down when you're having this this huge I'm on my high horse and I have everything and I know everything. It's just no good. <laughs> but anyway, um what's uh what's something that makes you laugh the most? Like it's your go to thing to just a YouTube video or anything like that?
0: Um There's an amazing YouTube video that I always like I, I like laugh so hard I'm in tears, which is uh it's called like four old ladies you get hit by a car or something like that for a lady's getting an accident if you google that you will freaking laugh so hard it's freaking amazing so cool it's four old, old ladies? ladies get hit by a, what? Uh, getting in an accident okay. i believe is what it's called but uh anyway i'll give you the the breakdown. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but if if you don't want to hear a spoiler, you can pause and fast forward. But whatever the case, spoiler alert.
1: Uh oh, uh oh, spoiler alert. Uh, don't don't. Yeah, I want to check it out too. There's basically
0: <laughs> four old ladies, and uh, this guy hits them in their car, and it's a guy on the phone describing what happens. And the guy hit them in their car, and then went up and kind of started like being threatening
2: to them on at their window, and started yelling at them. Well, one of the old ladies maces this guy, that like is just being irate, and then the other ones get out of the car and they start beating this guy up. It's like these sixty-year-old, seventy-year-old women that just start beating up this guy who's like kind of acting crazy towards them. I don't know. It's just really, really funny. whether uh it funny. <laughs> whether it actually happened or not i'm like 95 percent sure that it did but whatever the case it's, it's just funny to watch i mean the guy doesn't really get too beat up but uh it's, it's pretty hilarious
1: hey that's why we laugh when people fall it's funny to see people <laughs> in pain for some reason not like not like serious dire pain like you know, but it is funny when someone just like trips over themselves. You know, like, why not laugh at it? Yeah,
2: gotta... it was just <laughs> the irony of someone getting beat up by some grandmas. <laughs> that it's like anyone can have their day in the in the David versus Goliath kind of fight. <laughs> you know, really silly. You'll you'll hear it. You'll hear it. You'll crack up.
1: Um, I'm I'm excited for this dude. I'm excited to check out guys check out four old ladies. Um if I see it and I think it's awesome, I'll put it in the show notes so you guys cool. can all check it out, but and I'll probably just do it just cuz I like to share things with people. Uh it's a habit that I'm trying to formulate. So honestly, I think the more you share, um just the more happiness comes in your life. But the next uh next two questions to wrap this all up uh just quickies. Uh, miscellaneous anything you really enjoy in your life that you recommend for someone to check um,
2: out
0: if you're looking for mo- Could be yeah if you're looking for team motivation team. either go to michael tasarian um or the pao Te ching or a book called atlas shrugged i like those three things
1: oh nice yeah dude i love philosophy so yeah anybody who's Looking to get hooked up with Eastern philosophy, like you're saying, definitely check that out, right? Because that's under the Eastern philosophy, right? Nice. And then uh, you were told that you had one day to live, and you have three minutes of anything that you want to record or put on record for your family, your friends to hear. What would you want to say?
0: Three minutes, huh? Well, first I'd say that, you know, life, this isn't the end. You know, no matter what happens to me, this isn't the end of me, this isn't the end of you. In some form, energy always gets transmuted, and so I just want to say I I hope everyone, you know, keeps me in a warm place in their heart, because life is about remembering the best in people and hoping to forget the worst in them. You know, uh, you can you can always remember someone darkly, but it really doesn't serve you or that person. So I think that I hope everyone rem- remembers me in their own life, in in that light of remembering the good times, because the bad times are not really they're not really life. Um, they're they're like a contributor to uh, our own death instinct I guess you would say or you know something like that they don't really hold much sway in the longer term they're just instances so just try to remember the best parts of your life and uh, try and challenge yourself as much as you can every day you don't challenge yourself you know there's the potential for regret so don't let that get you you know every moment is precious
1: Thank you, Austin. That was, like you said, precious. And I want to say thank you again so much for being on Scratch Your Own Itch, thank man. You. I hope we stay connected. And please, uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they do that?
0: Um, feel free to hit me up on my website, astrologybyaustin.com. They can email me at uh, startupfever9 at gmail.com. Or they can uh, hit me up on Telegram if they want to shoot me a text. Um, I'm on Telegram, and it's nosleep999. That's my handle.
1: That's neat, dude. I love it. Guys, nosleep999. Awesome. I've never heard of this Telegram stuff, so I'll have to check it out. But I will definitely put... uh, any contact information you want in the show notes. And uh, please, guys, every guest that I bring on here was literally hand-selected by me because I know they had a huge heart to not just become a hero that you listen to and just to look at on a TV screen but a, a true friend that you can reach out to and say, hey, by the way, you really helped me with this. And I feel less alone because of that. And I promise you, by just making a habit of that alone and sharing some quote that you heard from this podcast or sharing some sort of uh, piece of information that you got from it, either on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, any of that stuff, will allow you not to just share something valuable, but also share a piece of something that you want to change in your life. And I think it's through these little habits that we can ultimately change into the people that we want to become. And it's amazing when you do that, when you take that action and you share that value that someone else spoke about. And it's never about stealing. This is not about stealing someone else's information. It's about taking it and now learning from it. Because when you teach, you become a better human being. So uh, I just want to say, Austin, thank you so much again for being on, dude. I really, really hope we stay connected
0: hey no thank you so much you're uh, you're a very very inspiring um, gentleman and I I really hope you go on to do great things and uh, I know that you will just because of how your how your mind works um, at this at this age and uh, how your heart is uh, open and uh, receiving all the gifts of uh, this world so uh, I commend you again and uh, you guys have a great night out there
1: all right guys that one was awesome that's another episode of scratch your own itch podcast with austin Moz. that guy was super chill super down to earth super just giving and this was one of the interviews where it just didn't feel like an interview. It felt like a conversation. And I continue to do that where I just feel like it's a conversation. And I make up all these awesome questions which I think I'm going to ask in the interview and then they don't even come up. And uh, maybe that's just because my process is a little bit different than some people's processes of uh, thinking and how they do interviews. So I just want to say thank you guys, though, so much for supporting the show um, by listening. And this means a lot to me. This means the world to me um, so, so much. You guys all are incredible for just taking the time to listen. And if you found anything valuable in this podcast, please share it with a friend or share it with a family member. And also, guys, please leave a review. Um, I know it's really hard to take the time to do it. I understand I'm, I'm just like that too, but it, it's so it's so means so much to me if you just go down to the review section and just simply leave a few thoughts that you have from the podcast interviews and how i can get better or how or what you like what you hate any of that kind of stuff is i respect because honestly i'm not going to get it better if you guys can't leave your honest opinion and i don't think you're going to be better if you keep you know just staying quiet and not having a voice and that's fine. Like, have a voice whether it's good or bad. But um, I'm I'm really just trying to scratch my own itch here like you guys are too where it's, you know, it's itchy. And you got to scratch it. Otherwise, it'll bug you. And it'll make you anxious. And it'll also possibly put you into fear mode. And we don't want that. We want you to be happy. And we want you to be the best you, you can be. And don't ever forget that you matter and you're enough.